He konai purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Super Scientist Nano Girl is on a mission to show everyone the wonders of science. She's joined by her trusty sidekick, the constantly learning Artificial Intelligence Repository. We call her Claire. Let's cross now to Nano Girl's secret lab. What are you drawing, Nano Girl? I am drawing all of the things that I would like to add onto the jackpot club. Like seat belts and stabilizers and windscreen wipers. I was thinking more like a box so I can store snacks and a navigation system so I know where I'm going. And maybe some go faster stripes for the paint work. Which stripes really make the jackpot go faster? Oh, I don't think so. Not normal paint. Good, because I'm not sure that it needs to go any faster. Well, that reminds me, we had a question come in last week from Juanita. It's about planes. Do you have time? Heaps of time. What's the question? Um, my question is, how do planes fly? Oh, that's a fun question. And it gives me a chance to go and see my friend George at Fenuapai Airbase. She might have some ideas for sprucing up the jet vault too. I'm super excited. See you later, Claire. Don't forget to pick up Juanita on the way. Kakitea no, Nano Girl. See you later. Oh, that navigation system would come in pretty handy right now. Uh, do you think that's Papakura Intermediate School down there? Mm, looks like it. Down we go! Yes, that was my best landing yet. Now, figure out where I am. Oh, there's a classroom over there. Hold on. Hello? Hi! Um, can you tell me where I am? You're in Papakura Intermediate. Yes! I got to the right place without my navigation system. That's awesome. Hey, I'm looking for somebody called Juanita. Do you know where she is? She's over there. Hey, are you Juanita? Yes, I am. Hey, I'm Nano Girl, and I heard you had a question. What was it? My question was, how do planes fly? Oh, that's such a great question. And luckily, I'm an engineer... Do you know what? I have a really cool friend. Her name is George, and she's at Fenuapai Air Force Base. I thought maybe we could go see her and figure out if she knows the answer. Do you want to come? Sure. Do you want to come? Yep. Anybody else want to come? I do. Let's go. Okay. So we're going to need to fly there, and I parked my jet vault outside, so we're going to need to cram in. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, everybody in. Seatbelts on. Okay, it's time to take off. Here we go. Okay, just need to swing to the left. A little bit to the right. Hey, can you see all of those aeroplanes down there? Yes, I can. I think that's where we need to land. Um, Everybody hold on, we're going in for a landing. Uh, is everybody okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Was that fun? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, look, there's my friend George. Let's go over and say hi. Hey, George. Hi, hi George. Nano girl. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. So we have brought some cool students from Papakura Intermediate, and Juanita had a question for you. How do planes fly? Wow, what a great question. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your job and what you do and how you might be able to help us answer this question. Well, um, I'm an Air Force engineer and I work at the Air Force and my job is all about making sure that these planes are fit and safe to fly 
all the time. So by these planes, you mean this little cool plane here? Well, this little cool plane we use as a maintenance trainer for kids like you in school. But later on, we might see a really big plane. So let's talk about what this plane has. You asked me, Juanita, how do planes fly? I've got a question for you. What What do we need to make a plane fly, do you think? Engines. Engines and? Wheels. And? A propeller. And? And a pilot. And a pilot? Wings. Yeah, definitely the wings. Shall we take a closer look at the wings? Yeah. Yeah. All right, come right round the end here. What do you think it's made out of? Aluminium. Aluminium. Definitely aluminium. Cool. What can you tell me about the shape of the wing, team? It looks like a rectangle. It does look like a rectangle. It's kind of long, kind of skinny. What about the top of it? What does the top look like? It looks curved. It does look curved. Crouch down, what does it look like underneath? It looks flat. It looks looks really flat. Yeah, so we've got this nice aerodynamic shape, don't we? So aerodynamic means that it's much easier for a plane to fly through the sky. It's streamlined, really, isn't it? Later on, we're going to talk about air resistance and air friction. But for now, we know that the shape is aerodynamic and it's got a nice curved surface over the top and a nice straight edge along the bottom. Do you think it looks the same as a bird wing? No. 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 And did you know that the first ever planes that were made, they actually tried flapping wings like birds? They used to put people in and give them massive wings and make them flap them. Guess how well that went? Good. Not really good. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. So we don't use flapping wings for planes anymore, do we, George? No. You can see that this is a nice long structure. The thing about the shape of this wing is when the aircraft is flying through the sky, the airflow goes... Over and and under. So what we end up with is a low-pressure situation on the top and a high-pressure situation on the bottom, and that creates an upwards force that we call lift. But how can the wind make such a big thing fly? That's a great question. That is a great question. What happens, the plane will take off and the airflow hits the leading edge and some of it goes over the top and some of it comes under the bottom. Because of the aerodynamic shape of the aerofoil surface, we end up with low pressure and high pressure differential. And it's that difference in pressure that creates the upwards force that we call lift. Do you want to see it for real life? We can use our wind tunnel to show you. Yeah, I want to. Cool. So this is our wind tunnel, or otherwise known as a flume. And what happens when you turn it on is you push a large mass of air from left to right through the wind tunnel. So have you made like a baby wing and put it in a wind tunnel? I Absolutely, that's exactly what I've done. I like baby wings, that's kind of cool. So why don't we come up with a hypothesis? What do you think happens when we put a massive amount of wind through the wind tunnel? What do you think is going to happen to that baby wing? It's going to fly. It's okay. going to go up. It's going to go up? Is that your hypothesis? All right, George. shall we see? Whoa! Now, why didn't it go straight to the top as soon as I turned on the wind tunnel? Absolutely. So we've got to get that airflow going over the wing at the right speed to create those conditions for lift, don't we? What's the thing that's trying to pull everything back to the ground? Gravity. Gravity. So we need to make sure that the airflow is going at the right speed to create those conditions for lift. And the heavier something is, the harder that is to create. So what do you think will happen if I put these weights along our wing surface, will it fly or will it not fly? It won't fly. Because? It's too much weight. Too much weight. Shall we try it? I think, yeah. It wants to fly, Mm. but it's not flying, is it? Because of Mm. gravity. No. 
So what's happening is the gravity is acting on that weight of our aircraft. So what we can see is acting directly opposite to the lifting force that we've just created with our wings, we've got a weight force that is trying to bring everything back down to the ground. So we've got a bit of a conundrum, don't we? We could go faster to try and create more lift, couldn't we? How do we go faster in an aircraft? Engines. Engines and propellers. So we call that our thrust force. And now we've got three forces, but we've also got one more that's trying to slow us down. And that's what we call drag. So who knows what drag is? No. no. So who's done that thing where you've stuck your hand out of the back window driving along? What happens? Oh, it goes back. Yeah, because you're trying to push the whole surface of your hand through the airflow, haven't you? What happens if you make your hand nice and flat? It just stays. Yeah, because instantly you've made your hand more aerodynamic, haven't you? And if you just tilt it upwards a couple of degrees, what do you think's going to happen? It'll fly. It'll It'll go up. So here's the thing. Next time you do it and you've asked your parents if it's okay to stick your hand outside of a window while it's moving, when you hold your hand so it's nice and um, the whole hand is pushing through, remember, that's drag. So drag is anything that's trying to slow the aircraft down. And it has to do with air friction. Is that why the nose of a plane is pointy? That's exactly why the nose of a plane is pointy. So can you see on the back of this wing, there's like this, I don't know what this is, it's a wobbly bit. Is it broken? No, it's not broken, Nano Girl. These are our flaps. And the pilots use these to land and taking off. Does it go automatically or...? Nope, there's a control in the flight deck. Do you want to see it? Yes, please. Who wants to fly this plane? Me. Me. All right. All right. Ready to... In you go. Oh, this is cool. So you flick on your master switch. So now you can pretend that you're sitting at the end of the runway and you're ready to take off. So what are you going to check? Are you going to check that all of your flight control systems are working well and yeah. not broken? So you go left, right, forward, back with your steering column. Left, right, forward, back. Good. Nothing in its way? Okay, I feel like you're ready to take off. So if you were going to take off, you'd have both feet on the pedals, one hand on the steering column and one hand on the throttle. And you'd push your throttle in to make yourself go faster and you'd gradually pull back on the steering column when you get to the right speed. So the flap controls are the T-handle in between the two of you. Can you see it? Yep. Yep, cool. That's what you use to lower and um, raise the flaps. If you put your head out the back, you can see that you're controlling the elevators and the rudders. So Those you... also look like flaps, but in the other direction. Yes, they do. Oh, then what is this thing? Have you got your feet on the pedals? Yes. Yep, and now you can control the rudder as well. That's a squeaky rudder. It's a squeaky rudder. It's a bit like the jet fault. What happens if you pull this wheel forward? So you're moving the ailerons, which controls the lift on the outer wings. So as you go to the left, then this wing will come up. And, then and if you roll the other way, then that wing will come up. George, and you just said the word aileron. I haven't heard that word before. What's an aileron? So the aileron controls the roll of our aircraft. How do you think you turn a corner in a plane? Um, out. Oh, this. Ah, oh, but see, if you only roll the steering column to the right, you're only controlling the ailerons. So you have to do something else as well. What does a rudder do in a boat? A rudder, it, it stops the boat, I think. The, the rudder steers the nose of the boat, doesn't it? Left or right. So as you roll to the right with the steering column, you also need to use your feet to control the direction of the rudder.
So you're using the ailerons and the rudder to come round the corner. The back flaps are moving. So those back flaps are called elevators. So is this controlling the wind or something, like making yeah. it go up so and over? So when it's flying straight and level, it's the both sections are flat. But in order to go down, we've created more curve so that the nose of the aircraft points oh. towards the ground because you've created less lift. That's why is cool. why is this shaped like this? So just the same as we want the air to go nicely over the top and underneath our elevator, we want it to go round our rudder in exactly the same way. We need to make our plane really super efficient because we need to balance those four forces that we talked about earlier, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, so the more aerodynamic we can make our plane, the less drag we create. So that rudder is on what's pretty much the tail of the plane. Absolutely. We call that the vertical stabiliser. All right, was that fun? Yes. So this is quite a small plane, George. Do you have anything bigger? Oh, do I? Shall we go and have a look at a Hercules? Yes. Awesome. Let's go. All right, follow me. Have you ever seen a Hercules plane before? Do you know what a Hercules is? I've seen that in a movie. In a movie? Okay, everybody, so we said we'd show you a Hercules. Do you think a Hercules is going to be big or small? Big. There oh, it is! Oh my god, that, um, that is big. Oh, really see, big. Oh. oh my god. Oh. No, I'll squash um, my house. Oh, Do you think we could cute. land it at your school? No. No, I don't recommend It's too big, eh? Yeah. But it could land on the field. Yeah, what about the wings? Might hit the fence. <laughs> it's much bigger than a normal plane. It's way bigger than a normal plane, eh? Yes, yeah, way bigger. And it's quite fat. Hey, would you say it was fat? It's white, bulky, chunky. That's now, nothing. thanks to George, we might get to go inside one of these planes. Who wants to go inside? Me! Righto. I brought you to the maintenance hangar so you can meet my um, friend Cruz, and he's going to take us around the back of the aircraft. Hi. Hello. Hello, everyone. So, Cruz, where are we right now? So, right now we are in the C-130 Hercules cockpit. So this is pretty much where the pilots, the air engineer, and the navigator all control the aircraft. So everything that controls the aircraft is in this room here. Why do they need headphones like this? Because it can get very, very loud. So you saw the four engines outside? So those can get really loud, really, really loud. And when those are loud and the aircraft vibrates as well, you can't hear anything up here. And it's hard to communicate between your pilots and your engineer. Why are there so many buttons? Because there are so many components in the plane. There's so much in an aircraft. So you've got to have a button for everything. Do other pilots, do they know what all of the buttons mean? Yeah, so the pilots have to know what every button here means. Our pilots are the best pilots. There seems like a lot of windows around here. Is there a reason why there's so much windows? We need to have good visibility, because what do you think it's like to land in Antarctica? Really? It's going to be, like, really cold? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of ice, it's going to be largely uh, white all around, and so our pilots need to have a lot of visibility, don't they? Yep. Yeah, that's why there's a lot of windows. Make sure you don't land on a penguin, that's an important thing. Mm. Can we go into the back and have a look at how big? Whoa! Whoa. It is very, very wide. Like, very wide. So much of the Transformer movie. It reminds me of when they had to, like, open it, and I was like, oh, God. It's so wide. 
They look like pipes. So what you're looking at is you're looking at all of the cable runs and all the hydraulic systems and all the air conditioning systems uh, that make this aircraft work. So remember all those buttons and all those levers that you saw in the cockpit? So all of those relate to a lot of these systems in here. So this is called a fuselage. The fuselage is the centre portion of the plane. So the purpose of the Hercules is we take freight. So we take containers, boats, cars, uh, everything. So we need this massive space. So that when this ramp comes down, we can push everything in there, and that's why it needs to be real big. And sometimes we bring helicopters in here, and all the people that fly the helicopters sit around the outside, and then we fly for eight hours over into a different part of Australia, and then we roll the um, helicopter out the back, and the crew gets out with them, and then they assemble it and start flying. So you might remember the bushfires. We helped with that. That's exactly what we did. Okay, so when you're in a plane, do you want the doors to be open or shut? Shut. Why? Because you'll fly out the door. And if we were flying in the air, should we open that door? Oh, this is the fun times. Sometimes when you're pushing stuff out the back on parachutes for certain missions, you can do that. So you can sit back here. So if you can imagine sitting on this right now and this back door open and you can see all of Auckland from the sky. That would be scary. It is scary. Fun. That would be, like, that would be so fun. What is the biggest animal you fit in here? We bought an elephant over from the UK to Auckland Zoo in this. Wow. Do you have to like feed the animals while they're like... It's a long trip, eh? You have to calm them down. Why can't they like, go what wild? If you had, like uh, a crocodile? Would you like have to put it in a tank, make sure it doesn't escape, and don't eat you all? Hundred <laughs> percent. How come when I ride a plane, I can't see all the insides? So the airlines cover up all the wires and all the pipes and stuff, so that you don't have to see it, and you're nice and comfortable on your long haul flights. So you just want to watch iPad. That's all you want to do. You don't want to see that bar moving and all the bells and whistles and all the ringing. All the noise, a lot of it's to do very, with insulation. Very, very noisy. Do you want to flash it up? Okay, Cruz is going to turn the power on. Do you think it's going to be noisy? Let's have a listen. And so this is what it sounds like with the power turned on. What do you think? Oh, that sounds like a vacuum. Wow, it sounds like my vacuum. And a hair dryer. Oh, that would be loud, eh? Oh. <laughs> do you remember from the little plane what we need to make a plane fly? Wings. Okay. Should we go outside and take a look at the wings of the Hercules? Yes. As you can see, we're working on the plane now, but we can still walk around it and have a good look. Whoa! Why are there two propellers on one wing? So we've got two engines on the wing, because what we were talking about before was we have, now we said there was a lot, of, a lot of freight and a lot of people on board. We need a lot of power to pull that, so we need four really big engines, two on each wing. Why are they... Um, polishing the uh, flaps. Every certain amount of flying hours, we have to service the props. We oil them and we give them a nice smooth finish because as our propeller... Have you seen a propeller spin really, really fast? So you want that to be as frictionless as possible. And the way we achieve that is by oiling it and dressing it as well. Do you know what friction is? Anybody heard the word friction before? No. Nope. Nope. I think you're rubbing not. your hands. So friction is what we call a sliding force. If you rub your hands together really fast and then put them on your cheeks, are they hot? Yes. Okay, they're hot because you've made friction. So rubbing things together is friction. So when we say frictionless, we want them to slide really easily. All right, team, let's go back to the little plane. Bye, how awesome was that, Hercules? Oh, that was awesome. cool. So awesome. Thanks, George, for that. That was 
epic. And Winita, have, have we answered your question about how do planes fly? What do you think? Yep, you guys have. Yes. Well, as much as I would love George to spend all day with you on planes, we have to go back to school. So, kids, it's time to get back in the jet vault and head back to Papakora Intermediate. Why don't we say thanks to George? Thank you, George. Thanks, George. Oh, it's my pleasure. You're welcome. Thanks for coming to the Air Force Base. All right, ready to get in the jet vault? Let's go. Hey, Nano Girl, do you need some help fixing your jet vault machine? Have you got more duct tape? Absolutely, but I think we can do better than that. Oh, I'll be back soon. See okay. you soon, George. See you soon. Hi, Nano Girl. Did you see any planes? Oh, I saw so many planes. And they have this flume which you can put a scale model of a plane in and see how well they fly. Am I right in guessing that you want to make a model of the jet vault and try it out in the flume? You have never been writer. I mean, more right. Mm, whatever. But I'm going to make a few models with different modifications to try out. However, first I thought of a great experiment to show you. To the lab! Okay, well, what we're going to do is we're going to build a hoop glider. It's basically a cool plane that looks really weird. So instead of making a paper plane that kind of looks like a plane, we're going to make a plane that looks like two hoops stuck to a straw. So we're going to need two strips of paper, which we're going to stick together into a circle. And we're going to stick each of these circles on the end of a straw, one at each end. And we know from Bernoulli's principle that faster-flowing air creates lower pressure, meaning that the pressure is going to be lower over the curved surface. So if I throw this like a paper plane, it's going to go... Whee! Look at that! And that's how we make one fly. It's super cool. You guys should try one at home. To have your own science adventure, check out the video on the RNZ website. It's got all of the instructions that you're going to need to show you how to make a hoop glider. Have a go and let us know how you get on. You can email us on scienceadventures at rnz.co.nz. OK, now let's get on to building the scale model of the jet vault. I'm going to need my welding goggles and some metal. And about a hundred rolls of duct tape. Thanks for listening to Nano Girl's Great Science Adventures. And a special thanks to squadron leader Rebecca or George Magdalenos and the Royal New Zealand Air Force team at Fenuapai. And of course, Lexani, Justice, Epinisa and Juanita from Papakura Intermediate for being such great super young scientists. Find all of Nano Girl's Great Science Adventures on any podcasting app. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher and iHeartRadio too. It's also on the RNZ and Nanogirl websites. Wherever you find it, remember to click the subscribe button so you don't miss out on an episode. And rate us too. Then others get to have great science adventures as well. We'd also love to hear from you. If you have a great question, don't be afraid to ask us. Email scienceadventures at rnz.co.nz. This podcast was made by Dr. Michelle Dickinson, Sophie Fern, Marie Pipe, Jocelyn Bunch, Crystal Lee Brown, Liz Garton, Tim Watkin, and RNZ's amazing sound engineers. Until our next adventure. Kakitiano!